Show's Footnotes, the podcast that keeps you in the loop on all things pop culture so you can talk about it with your friends. I'm Courtney. I'm Shannon. I'm Andrew. And this week, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. There you go, Shannon. I Yay! I sang this episode. We don't have to it's do it ever It's my goal again. every time. <laughs> yep. It's, but everyone's cool. got to have a bit on their podcast. <laughs> that's my bit. <laughs> I feel like technically that's my bit, but... <laughs> My bit is trying to get you to sing. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Well, bef- before we get into that, we're going to talk um, media of the week. So, Shannon, tell us about what you've been reading or watching or listening to lately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll cover a few things. It's been so long <laughs> since we've done this. Yeah. Um, so, the same night is Avengers Endgame, so it was a very big night for me. Taylor Swift released a song, and it was amazing. And um, a video, too, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. a music video. Um, yeah, it's called Me. She sings it with Brandon Yuri from Panic at the Disco. Go nice. Vegas. He's a native. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a delight. Um, it was a whole lot of, like, speculation leading up to it. So between that and Avengers, it was like, what does my life become? Um, she kept <laughs> posting things every day on Instagram. And so everyone was trying to be like, is she going to announce that she's engaged? Is she going to announce a new album? Is it going to be a fashion line? Like anyway, so that was a whole lot of fun. Um, in other news, I, so because it's 2019, I'm going back to 99 and watching a bunch of, or I'm not going back in time, um, <laughs> watching movies from 1999 since that's like the 20th anniversary this year. It was so, a big year too. Like, yeah. Huge year for movies. Supposedly, quite possibly the greatest year ever in movies, mm-hmm. um, at least in like recent history. So I um, watched a bunch of those. My favorite so far, those probably not which I just love no. a lot. <laughs> Um, Have you gotten to get Galaxy Quest yet? Because that's one of my favorites. Oh, well, I didn't. Yes, that is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, yeah, Election was really good. Um, and I'll just throw out there, just because it's been so long, if anyone hasn't seen Us yet, did you guys see that? Yeah, it's no. Favorite movie of the year so far. So mm. I'll just throw that out as a recommendation if it's still <laughs> in theaters. Because, wow. Yeah. Nice. Woo. How about you, Andrew? Um, so it is April slash May, so hockey playoffs. Sorry about Vegas. Yeah. That was really unfortunate. <laughs> I'm also sorry about Vegas. Um, Golden Knights forever. Maybe don't give up four power play goals in the single power play, but you know. <laughs> what, I'm not a hockey guy, so. You are, though. <laughs> um, I'm watching that. I finally, 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 I feel so bad, but I finally finished the MST3K second season that was released on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, finally wrapped it up. Without me. I mean, a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah. Well, you were at Endgame. You also started it without me. You were probably <laughs> thinking about Endgame when I watched I don't know. Um, uh, you, we, I mean, we watched most of it together, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I finally finished it. It wrapped up with Ator the Fighting Eagle. Um, and they've done an, I guess it's Ator, not Ator, Ator. They've done an Ator movie previously in MST3K, mm-hmm. um, one of our favorite episodes mm-hmm. that we quote all the time. All the time. Um, and so I actually fell asleep for some of it, so I feel a little bit bad because I don't remember it. So we'll just have to watch it again. <laughs> but one of my favorites was the Asylum movie um, that they did. I think it's the first Asylum movie they've ever done. 
but Asylum um, famously does knockoffs of blockbusters. And Sharknado. Um, <laughs> and that's they also did Sharknado. Um, but they did, uh, or is it, is it, it is Asylum, right, that does the knockoffs? Now I'm, oh boy. I don't Possibly. want to besmirch asylum films. <laughs> that would be most unfortunate. Um, like Transformers is about to come out and they put out a movie called Trans- Mega Robots. Or, or Transmorphers or something. Or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like something similar. I think that's Asylum. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, but anyway, they, put, they did a movie um, called Atlantic Rim. Um, oh, it was so bad. And it was really just fantastically bad. Um, yes, so, yeah, they also... Oh, I didn't... Oh, we didn't talk about Titanic 2 in our Titanic episode. Oh! Because Asylum did that one, too. <laughs> Mention um, it now! <laughs> it is the sequel to Titanic, where they build another Titanic, and you're never... You're never going to guess what happens to Titanic 2. It sinks. It gets hit by an iceberg and sinks. Yay! So, yeah. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, yeah, so it was Atlantic Rim, which uh, they did, and it is fantastically bad, just like all Asylum films. If I have not watched Mystery Sense Theater and wanted to start with one, what would you recommend? Definitely the newer stuff, just because... Is that a good one to start with, then? Yeah, like, there's a a vague kind of... (laughs) There's a vague overarching (laughs) plot, but it's not important. Like It's like the in-between, so they kind of pause the movie, so they have these in-between segments, and they kind of weave together into, like, a quasi-storyline. Which is fun, because it's 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 Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt. Right. um, And then also Joan Ray. um, Joan Ray Rodriguez does... uh, is the guy on the ship who's riffing with the robots and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. so any of the new stuff, the the old episodes of MST3K are classics, I love them, but they were written where if there was a pause in the action or dialogue or what have you, there would be one joke and then they would wait for the actors to start speaking again. The reboot crams a lot more jokes and is a little bit more fast pace, which lends itself more to kind of watching it and enjoying it. They also do more visual gags, too. Yes, they do. They do more visual um, gags. They have, like, the silhouette of the the Mm -hmm. chairs with the two robots and the guy in the front. Mm -hmm. They have another robot that, like, comes down in front of the screen a few times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the robots will actually fly in front of the screen Mm -hmm. and, like, interact with what's going on in the movie. Yeah. If you had to pick one to start with, I would actually recommend Mm -hmm. Reptilicus, which was the first one that they did of the reboot. Okay. Um... Because in it they have a really great song about kaiju from each different country. Mm-hmm. And they have a big song about, um, like, oh yeah, Godzilla's from Japan. And, uh, you know, this is one from Denmark. And this is one from... And like, they kind of talk about it and it's really fun and catchy and stuff. So, yep. um, But it is a lot of fun. I'm, I've been a fan for years. Um, I enjoy riffing on movies myself. Courtney <coughs> hates watching movies with me. Because... <laughs> That's not true. No, it's true. Certain, certain movies she hates watching with me um, because I, I... We tried to watch Anne of Green Gables and he kept calling Matthew Cuthbert a drunk. So, oh. rude. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You don't speak ill of anything in Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was bored. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I finally finished that up. Um, it's great. I, if if you, it's not for everybody. Like I understand that like MST3K and Rift Tracks also 
not for everybody, um, but I enjoy them a lot. They're 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 fun. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> my turn. Uh, so what have we been watching? We recently binge watched all of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. All of Game of Thrones. We watched yes. all the we watched <laughs> the first sixty seven episodes in about three weeks. Three weeks. It ended up being yeah. three movies a night with a small break in the middle when my mom came to visit. Man. So yeah, it was intense. Three episodes a night. What did I say? Movies. Three three episodes. They feel like mini movies. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then some nights we had we had to watch four when it was the weekend or something like mm-hmm. that. But it was um, it was quite the binge. The Game of Thrones was not really meant to be consumed like that. I, I would assume not. Um, I tried to do that with the second season of Handmaid's Tale and it did oh, not Oh, that well. is probably not a bingeable <laughs> show either. I'm like, okay, our world is crap. <laughs> Let's start over. Mm-hmm. Maybe Thanos had a good idea after all. Ah, <laughs> uh, he was right. I feel like you guys are spoiling more about Endgame just I'm in sorry. this episode than oh, I did. I'm not. sorry. We haven't said a word about Endgame. I said you were at Endgame. That's the only Endgame reference I've made. And that was a reference to Infinity War. Yeah. No, and you're going to sit Yeah, that Stop. <laughs> Shen also made a reference earlier. So I'm not going to We don't up. go any further. We <laughs> it won't be a spoiler. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so we binge-watched Game of Thrones. I also, when you were at Endgame, because you talked about what you did while I was at Endgame, while mm-hmm. you were at Endgame, I finally watched To All the Boys I Loved Before. <gasps> Corby! I know. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. I didn't know you hadn't watched it until mm-hmm. now. Yep. I've been, I keep putting it off because I was yeah. like, I don't know like if Andrew will really enjoy this. And I, I sat- wanted to watch it without him. Okay. Didn't I was you about, watch I was, Sierra Burgess? I was about to. I was about, way worse than Till. I was about to say before. I sat through Sierra Burgess. We liked, but which sounds I like I didn't. Sierra Burgess? It was fine. Yeah, I like Sierra Burgess. But this one's so much better. Yeah, and I, like after seeing this, I was like, oh, this is what Sierra Burgess was shooting for. Yep. I missed. Like, I get Well, they're both Netflix properties, and they're yep. trying to capitalize on that kind of stuff. But like, yep. yeah. But yeah, so like, I feel, I, I was about to say, I sat through Sierra Burgess on it, but like, it makes it sound like I hated, I didn't hate Sierra Burgess. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Do you love Peter Kaminsky now? He's so great! Yes. Whoa, He's so whoa, great. He's great. He's so great. Um, Yeah. I think that's all I got. <laughs> you should also... Oh, I also started watching the second season of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So, hmm. Yep. That show is not a show that was made for me. No, it is not. Um, I did not enjoy the stuff that I watched with you. Um, <laughs> like, I understand... It's it's kind of in the same vein as, like, Riverdale core. Like, yes, as your shirt. Yes. Riverdale today. And it's this- just... It's like hardcore. It's than it's a little bit yeah. more hardcore, and it like it's just not I media made. It's not media either. that's it's not media that's aimed at my demographic. Mm-hmm. So like I don't want to sit there and be like it's bad and all that because I understand why it's appealing and all that kind of stuff. It's just not it's not media that I would choose to consume. So. It appeals to my inner goth. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You should now watch the perfect date, which is a new Netflix Peter Kavins <laughs> or. Uh, What's his name? Now I'm going to forget Peter it. Yes. Yeah, did you... Peter did, did he sell his soul to... I think 
Netflix or something? Probably. He signed a Marvel esque contract to like be in like Probably. twenty Probably. films or something like that. In this one though, his name is Brooks Radigan. <laughs> and there's a lot of Brooks unfeasible things that happen in that movie, but isn't that the name of that one character in Doctor Who? In the episode where he runs like the Academy for Super Geniuses, see, it sounds oh, like a mobster. Like, see, well, it, I, that's why I, Brooks Radigan. It reminds me of Great Mouse Detective. Well, that too. Because oh, I've never because that's the name of, that's the name of the rat mobster guy is Radigan. I've never seen that, but on a single long tape, I had to Yeah, the Radigan one. one. So it's like to Radigan. Oh, yes, I remember that yeah. song. Yeah, like the only song in the whole movie. The only song yes. in the whole movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you and this goes back to the Titanic one that we just recorded. Um, Brock was the name of Bill Paxton's character. Brock. <laughs> Look like, at the dude, though. He's a total. Bro. He's total Brock. But but it is like I'm sitting here trying to think of, and we're gonna get to it in Pokemon. But outside of Pokemon. Oh, what yeah. other like <laughs> what <laughs> what other pieces of media had a character named Brock? I didn't know because it's in, it's impossible to say it without sounding like disdainful, like Brock. <laughs> I don't know. I just okay. The character I was mentioning from Doctor Who is actually named Luke Radigan. So okay, still Luke Radigan. Radigan. It's a terrible yeah. name. It's a, unless he's supposed to it. unless he's supposed to be like a bad guy who has a heart of gold or something like that. Or, yeah. He, well, maybe, a little bit. In that movie, he makes this app where girls can request him to be, like, their date for various so things. So he becomes a male escort. Yes. <laughs> so cool. But so in, like, a Rat- PG-13 way. <laughs> so what? So Brooks Radigan American Gigolo, is that... So, is this, is that yeah, like, an easy A situation, basically? <laughs> No, he, I'm not saying this movie was good. It wasn't, but <laughs> you get to look at Noah's face for like 90 minutes, and I don't know. It's I like all of the Netflix rom coms. I will watch every single day yeah. one of them. Oh yeah, they also have a new one with Gina Rodriguez and Lakeith Stanfield, who right. they're together in it, and well, they've just broken up, but it has a lot of flashbacks with them. Anyway, I'll I'll watch the heck out of any Netflix rom coms. Yes. Well, they kind of. They kind of helped to kind of jumpstart that the rom com is back that happened last summer. Yeah, like with Crazy Rich Asians Crazy set it up. Set it up or the set up. I never remember which set one it up. And then to all the boys I love before all kind of came out. It was like, oh, are rom coms yeah. back? But I think it's just like, I think it's mainly driven by a Netflix teen focused kind of resurgence type of thing. Rom coms are best for the summer anyway, and that's the kind of thing you just want to put on Netflix when you're scrolling through. It's the perfect medium Yeah, for you, can, that. you can turn on all your ironing or something like that. And like yes. Kind of With all the ironing. Well, doing, well, no, but like doing chores. Like ironing is the one I think of. Folding laundry. I always think of like, I always think of Mr. Mom when he's watching soap operas and ironing and he's like yelling at the screen. I about, don't think I've ironed anything in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. Moving on. Pokemon. <laughs> Let's talk about Pokemon. Let's talk about first exposures first. Shannon, mm-hmm. what was your first exposure to Pokemon? I really don't know. I just remember everyone having the cards in. Oh, the cards. What, what was the height of that? It was probably... It was 98, 99. So probably like, yeah, like when fourth I was grade, grade or so. I had a friend who gave me all of her doubles. We were playing and like all the duplicate cards she had we got. and Because my mom wasn't like... I don't... 
no, I feel like she kind of felt it was a waste of money a little bit or something <laughs> oh, like that. Yeah, my mom to spend on told him. us that. Yeah, yeah so. Did your brother not have any? Because I know he was waiting. Oh, no, he Pokemon. had a bunch, but he had to buy them himself. Okay. Um, yeah. I remember Pokemon cards were an incentive for me to play basketball in my, in my little league, uh, oh. my like, you know, peewee league basketball tournament more. Because I was real bad. I'm still really bad. But it was... My dad was like, you have to work harder. And I'm like, I don't want to. He's like, I'll get you Pokemon cards. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. I want to say, though, I did have a Game Boy now that I'm looking at yours. And I, probably, I know, I've got, I've got my Game Boy here. I with, probably have Pokemon on it. I don't know. I've got my original 1998 copy. that the, It always rubbed off on the top. Because yeah. that's how it's said. And the, the top of the sticker rubbed off. And if you own a Game Boy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, speaking of, that was actually my first exposure was my brother. Um, so he got really into Pokemon because it was cool at school. And then he started collecting the cards. And then my mom got him his first Game Boy. And I think it was a Game Boy. No, I think it was just a straight Game Boy. Maybe a Game Boy Color. It's probably a Game Boy Color. But um, it, was really it, hard came to with, it came with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And so he started playing it. And I, I distinctly remember sitting next to him in the car on our way to our grandparents' house, who lived an hour away, and him playing Pokemon with the volume, like, all the way up. You had to. And just, like, listening, and, like, the sounds, like, and, um, like, the music and stuff, and it just drove me insane. I've... And I remember just being like, can you please just turn it down? And he'd be like, no. And I was just like, do you... Like, are you really going to miss anything if you have the volume turned down? And the answer to that is, of course. It's fantastic music. (laughs) I support your brother 100% in his endeavor. I I downloaded uh, Randomizer. I was playing that, and I had the sound on the other day, and Courtney just went, oh, no. She totally triggered. Yep. (laughs) Triggered! Anyway, what was Um, your first exposure, Andrew? So, it was the the handheld game. It came out... um, in 1998 um and it just took everybody by storm and i still remember being obsessed with the video game despite not owning it um to the point that uh, we were my class was taking like i think i want to say it was like twice weekly it may have been monthly um field trips to a river where we were performing science experiments on uh Livestock on uh, on like wildlife and stuff around the rivers and stuff. <laughs> what, what was that? Livestock. Well, I was about to say livestock. I'm like, well, that's cows. That's not. <laughs> that's not what we did. It makes it sound like you were like catching frogs and like dissecting them while they were still alive or something. What? I'm not a sociopath. I know. That's why I was just like livestock. And it was, but no. Sorry. Like, but we were kind of testing the water for. Uh, temperatures to see why like the trout population was decreasing and all that kind of stuff like that's that was kind of the point that's not the point of the story the point of the story is my friend had a copy of uh pokemon that i uh asked to borrow while we were on the field trip and i basically just sat on the bus playing pokemon while everybody was out of the river um doing science but mostly throwing rocks in the river um yeah so that like he made me not because uh, the original Pokemon, you only had one save file. So uh, if you saved it, oh, if you like played it, there was a certain point where you could no longer um, catch new Pokemon without saving. Mm. 
Um, and so you basically got to that point. It was like, okay, I guess I'm not catching them all. And, uh, yeah, you kind of hit your limit there. But, yeah, that was... My first exposure was the was the video game and everything. Sweet. Cool. Well, take us into it, Andrew. So, you have a way more exposure to Pokemon in general than I do. Mm-hmm. And, and me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, tell us about it. Um, came out in 1986 in Japan. Um, and immediately took the world by storm. Um, well, Japan by storm, I suppose. Um, but it is, uh, it started out as a fairly simple video game. It was essentially a rock, paper, scissors simulator, um, with cute monsters, um, that you lived in a world where these, uh, little, well, I say little, some of them, according to the game's logic, are massive, but, uh, it was these monsters who had different abilities, uh, and they were different types, so you had grass types and water types and fire types and your goal was to catch them all as the theme song says um the first generation at 151 pokemon that you tried to catch um you could not catch them all with uh, a single cartridge it came out in 1998 in north america uh as a red version and a blue version i own the blue version um, and there were certain Pokemon that you could not catch in the blue version that could only be caught in the red version, and so you had to trade with your friends. Um, if you wanted to get all 151, you had to use a link cable between two Game Boys and trade uh, Pokemon. And some Pokemon only um, were available via trade. Like, once you traded them, then they turned into different Pokemon. Um, so, um, yeah, it was. it's, kind of, it's a very progressive... Um, I say progressive. It's a progression system that as you fight monsters you you get experience points and once you hit a certain level of experience points your monsters level up they get stronger they learn new abilities uh, and they also evolve into different pokemon that's how they got 151 was through evolutions and stuff like that um but it was as basically as simple as rock paper scissors if your opponent had a fire type out you put a water type out because water beats fire uh if you put if, so they put a grass type out, you put a fire type out because fire burns grass. And it was basically as simple as rock, paper, scissors. Um, but there were multiple types, ghost, um, poison, ground, all this kind of stuff. Electric. Electric as mm-hmm. was the mascot um, and the most famous, and you have of course seen him, uh, Pikachu. <clears throat> uh, definitely the most famous of all Pokemon, bar none, um, with the upcoming Detective Pikachu. <laughs> which I still can't believe that that's the first live-action Pokemon movie we got was Detective Pikachu because it's a spin-off game. Mm-hmm. It's not a main like main series game. It's a spin-off that they're adapting into a movie. I can't believe that that's what they went with with live-action. But if you, can, if you can get Ryan Reynolds and to do the voice... Um, there was a huge campaign, I, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but there was a huge campaign to actually have Danny DeVito do the voice of Pikachu, which would have been amazing, but Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is great. I mean, it's just going to be Deadpool as Pikachu, but you know, that's, yeah, it's, that's probably it's fine. fine. Um, I'm fine with that. But yeah, it, it, uh, so the games in the series um, started off with uh, red and blue, or in Japan it was red and green. Um and then in, when it came over to the United States, it was red and blue. The same year, uh, Pokemon Yellow was released. Um, and that was, your starter Pokemon was Pikachu. 
uh, because Pikachu was actually kind of a side character. I say side character. He was just a Pokemon. <coughs> and then became the face of Pokemon. And so they released uh, Yellow, which is essentially the same game as Red and Blue, but you got Pikachu as your starter Pokemon. And he followed behind you as you walked around the world. Little He's Pikachu so cute. Dancing around and, and stuff. Um, and then following that, Gold and Silver came out, Crystal, Ruby and Sapphire, Fire Red and Leaf Green, which were updated versions of uh, Red and Blue, um, Emerald, 2006 saw Diamond and Pearl come out, uh, then there was Platinum, Heart Gold, and Soul Silver, Black and White, Black 2, and White 2, X and Y, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, and Ultra Moon, and then in 2018, uh, we got Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which came out on the Nintendo Switch, which were remakes of Red and Blue, but uh, with 3D graphics and a few changes. Um, and then it has been announced that next year, we or this coming year, we're going to get Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, and there are, I want to say about 750 Pokemon now. Mm-hmm. Um, it started from the original 151. Um, and it just... I mean, it just really exploded. It's hard to... to that's all we ever talked about on the playground was mm-hmm. Pokemon or the, the, the spawned a trading card game, which we talked about. Um, there's still competitive Pokemon trading card tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, there are 807 Pokemon. Oh, there are 807 wow. now? Okay. Yeah, there was like 750, and then they released a new one, so they must have added about 60 more. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's 807. <clears throat> um, I... I am very familiar with the first generation of Pokemon, and then fell off after that. Um, also, the list of games that you mentioned, that does not include apps like Pokemon Go. Well, Pokemon Go is actually the first mobile app. Everyone, um, Nintendo came under a lot of criticism uh, during the mobile, like when mobile games became very popular, because they refused to do any kind of mobile games, even though Pokemon was kind of the perfect game to have it be mobile because it's something you can play in short bursts, um, something that doesn't require a lot of concentration. You can be sitting on a bus and playing Pokemon without having to kind of focus. And then in 2016, uh, Pokemon Go was released. Everybody remembers that. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, But, uh, yeah, it it just, it really ballooned. It's, It's, I don't know. That's... In 1998, 1999, that's all anybody ever talked about was Pokemon. I remember I had this um, magazine, it may have been IGN, I don't remember, but in the back it had all 151 Pokemon, what they evolved into, what level they learned different skills, what level they evolved into stuff. I memorized the whole thing. Um, And then, as I did when I was young, I did this with Harry Potter as well, became extremely immersed in something and then got made of made fun of once by somebody and immediately stopped paying attention to it. Aww. So, like, that happened with Harry Potter, that happened with Pokemon as well. After the so first sad. gen, I, I just didn't pay attention to it at all. Like, the new games came out, I wasn't interested. The anime kept coming out with stuff. I stopped watching it. Um, and now that I'm an adult, I can make my own damn decisions. <laughs> can you talk more about the evolution part? Because I think... Sure. I know that this is a thing, but I've never really understood how that works. So, yeah, I mean, evolution is... 
is a bad term for it. I mean, it was probably the best term that the Japanese localizers could come up with, or the um, the American localizers could come up with from the Japanese. Mm-hmm. But the Pokemon essentially, it's a it's essentially a glow up. Um, they change form and become more powerful once like they a, have a certain like a level. Caterpillar turning into a butterfly. There actually is a caterpillar who changes into yeah. a cocoon and then eventually turns into a butterfly. But how? It just it's just like it oh just my gosh happens. they're evolving and then it go the sprites go blah, 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 and then they're just a new one and it eventually happens to all of them um, well, so not all it's of them. supposed to be like you develop them and they grow their skills it's basically mm-hmm. like okay. it's like XP for the Pokemon once they hit a certain mm-hmm. level of XP I mean, they level XP. up and okay. become this new version yeah um, but like. I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think in the anime they kind of make it seem like like your responsibility as Pokemon trainer is to help your Pokemon reach their highest level of evolution. Yeah. The, I, I mean, like it's not possible without a trainer. I hate the anime. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. But kind of with evolutions, it just like at level, I'm really going to bring back my 1998 knowledge here. So one of the first Pokemon you can catch is a Caterpillar called Caterpie, mm-hmm. and then you'll catch that around, like, level... Th- it's about, like, level 3, level 4, something like that. And when you hit level 7, it evolves into Metapod, which is a cocoon, and it can only do one move, and that is to strengthen its defense. It can't attack at all. So then you have to suffer through three levels of that, um, and then once it hits level 10, it evolves into Butterfree, which is a butterfly. And then mm-hmm. it has a whole new move set that it can do, and it becomes much more powerful as it kind of goes through that. So it's just, it's mainly a physical change as far as what they look like. Um, right now, it, and it's probably over by the time this posts, um, but there's a YouTube channel called uh, Normal Boots. Um, and right now they're doing a bracket of the best evolution lines from the first generation. So like the coolest looking Pokemon as they evolve. So like... Um, and it's usually the most popular um, Pokemon that they're talking about. Um, so I'm looking at pictures. Yeah. So with, and with evolutions, like you can hit a certain level with some Pokemon to get that. Some Pokemon only evolve if you expose them to elemental stones. Like Pikachu can evolve into a different Pokemon, but only if you expose it to a Thunderstone. And you do that at your choice. So if you just never want to evolve your Pikachu, you can just have a Pikachu forever. Um and then if you want to, you can evolve it using this Thunderstone and it'll turn into a different Pokemon. Hmm. Um, and then some Pokemon only evolved when you traded them with other players. Um, so there were ghost Pokemon that were some of my favorites. There was one called Haunter who would only evolve into Gengar if you traded him to another player. And then the other player would have the Gengar, you wouldn't have him. So most of the time it was on the playground. It's like, all right, just trade me back real quick. Like we'll yeah. trade for him and then we'll trade back and we'll get him. Um, and in trading, when you traded them, they usually became more powerful type of things. It was like, it was like a reward for socializing with your friends and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of how they, that's how they progressed. Um, and then future generations included mega evolutions, which was, so like one of the most popular ones was Charizard, who was the fully evolved form of Charmander. He had a mega evolution, which would turn him into more of a dragon looking it was another evolution on top of the final evolution that you could kind of like force him into and then there are also pre-evolutions um, most famously pikachu has a pre-evolved form called pichu 
who is a playable character in the Smash Brothers series. Um, but it's a much smaller, much cuter, but not nearly as popular form of Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Um, my only exposure to Pichu is through Smash Brothers, and in Smash Brothers Melee, it hurts itself whenever it uses electrical attacks, so it's Aww. a really worthless Pokemon. Aww. Um, but like I said, it, um, it's one of it's one of Nintendo's most popular properties, if not most popular. Um, Super Mario gives them a real run for his money, but Pokemon is enormous, um, especially in Japan. Like, but even here, it's just. It's just huge. Um, We mentioned Pokemon Go, which came out in 2016, which is an augmented reality game, meaning you look through your phone and you can see everything kind of as it is, but they will add in uh, a heads-up display, which includes, like, how many Pokeballs you have and all this kind of stuff, and then there'll be a a Pokemon sitting on your floor that you then throw Pokeballs at and try to catch, and then you would get them, train them up, and then fight other players In in your area. Um... You may remember in twenty the summer of twenty sixteen, it was literally everywhere. People were falling into canals trying to <laughs> chase Pokemon. Um, traffic was getting stopped in New York because there was like popular Pokemon showing up, and people run up the streets and stuff. I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, it was really interesting how they did peak Pokemon Go because um, highly trafficked places in every area became gyms where you could like fight other people and like do stuff with your Pokemon and in Utah because we have such a high uh, percentage of the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Mormons like the Mormon meeting houses became gyms. Oh dear! And so on Sunday, yeah. there were people just playing Pokemon Go because they were. Well, it was, but it was but it was like the algorithm was determined by like people. Like they, well, they looked at Google Maps, data. they looked at GPS data, Google yeah. Map data, and they were like, oh, people are meeting here a lot, let's make that a gym, and it was like, <laughs> okay, but it's a church. <laughs> I remember um, at Provo Library, there would just be like dozens of people mm-hmm. just hanging around, because they yeah. would have a lot of Pokemon there, but I think it was also a gym. Yeah. And, pe- and, and people either hated it or really embraced it. Like there were a lot of like, like libraries... Mm-hmm. would either be like, get out of here with your Pokemon Go. But yeah. other libraries that I think were a little bit more savvy were like, hey, come on in, yeah. get Pokemon, <laughs> and also get a book or yep. something. <laughs> like, it was, there were articles written about how it was dangerous for our society, but it was like, but then other people would respond with, yeah, but it's getting people, like, moving around, people are walking. Yeah. I went on several walks trying to find Pokemon yeah. when I was... I was walking the park all the time. Mm-hmm. Trying to catch these, you know, digital monsters and stuff. It just, <laughs> it felt very wholesome, especially in 2016 when there was just, it just oh, felt like everything awesome. sucked. Oh, yeah. Like, and when Pokemon Go came out, there was one day when the number one, so the number one Google search every day is always pornography related. <laughs> Always, except for on one day right after Pokemon, Pokemon Go came out, and Pokemon surpassed pornography. So Pokemon is more. Uh, yay! <laughs> Pokemon is more popular than porn one day. So, one day. <laughs> um, That's really something. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it and and it, Pokemon, especially with when it came out. Because I mean, Pokemon Go came out in 2016. Which was almost 20 years after the first... Well, it was 20 years after it first released in Japan, but almost uh, 20 years after it was released in North America. And there were so many people around my age that were so nostalgic for it. People in their 30s 
who were just like Pokemon, and then but it also appeals to younger kids as well because they're cute little monsters, and it's like kind of a timeless uh, mechanic type of thing. There's always people that are interested in Pokemon, so it, it really kind of just went across the spectrum. Pokemon's not without controversy. Um, the The company was actually sued by. I was going to say Yuri Gagarin, but it's not him. Um, <laughs> it was Yeah, not the astronaut. The guy who bent spoons in the 80s. Yuri something. I forget what his name is. I don't know. For sure. Yeah, but he was a magician who would bend spoons with his mind. So oh. He didn't really bend spoons with his mind. It was a trick. I but like, figured that. But he was like, oh yeah, it's psychic. I can, I, You know what? I have to look it up now because I feel bad. I don't want to besmirch the name of Yuri Gagarin. It wasn't, it wasn't Yuri Gagarin. I don't Gagarin. think that you have to Spoon bending Yuri. Yuri Geller. Sorry. Yuri Geller. Um, okay. He was a Russian <laughs> mentalist who used to bend spoons with his mind. There was a psychic type Pokemon that um, I believe in Japan's name was like Geller or something like that. Like it was a very obvious reference to Yuri Geller. And he sued. And so then in. Um, in the north, in North America, they changed the name to Abra, and then the evolved form is Kadabra, and then the final evolved form is Alakazam. Um, but the but Kadabra holds one spoon, and then Alakazam has two spoons. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of a reference to your guy. There were multiple uh, televangelists who believed that Pokemon <clears throat> was evil. Um, I'm gonna uh, just kind of come up here. Uh, they thought it was as they as uh, televangelists were so wont to do in the nineties. Thought that anything popular was inspired by the devil, as Harry Potter went through. Um, they had a problem with the concept of Pokemon evolution. Um, oh yeah, that's right. As they oh, thought boy. it kind of went against the whole creation uh, creation theory and all that kind of stuff. Um, Let's see here. It says uh, there was a Sat 2000, a satellite television station in, Vat- in the Vatican, said, uh, or sorry, it said that there was no harmful moral side effects, um, but like I don't know, there were there were people who. Keep people people thought people <laughs> thought that the trading game was similar to gambling. Um, Anyway, yeah. it's all it's all very stupid. PETA has a problem with it because, of course, PETA has a problem with it. Because <laughs> you're c- capturing you're capturing and making them fight, <laughs> and you're making these animals fight. Like, you, like mm-hmm. let's not have any qualms. You're catching these wild animals, forcing them into a tiny ball, and then making them fight for amusement. Like, to but help they're them evolve. but they're <laughs> digital monsters. But they're but they're digital creatures. Like, yeah. I I have yet to see a child throw a rock at an animal trying to catch it and be like, you're going to be my Pokemon. So, I mean. There's still time. We have two children. It can happen. Anyway, so tell us a little bit about, because um, we've mentioned the games, so tell us mm-hmm. a bit about the um, anime. So the anime came out um, after, I think in 1999, uh, after uh, the release of the of Red and Blue in North America. And it followed uh, a character named Ash Ketchum, um, who <laughs> believed Get it. it. Ketchum, Ketchum all. Uh, but that is Fair where ideas. the famous theme song comes from. 
the I'm gonna be the very best like no one ever was. Um, Shannon just played a clip from Paper Towns where they sing the uh, theme song. Yeah, yeah. Justice Smith in it. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I'm very excited that Justice Smith is in this movie. I want him to be a thing. And then he was he in Jurassic World, which sucked. Yeah. So, and it's not his fault. I'm worried that Detective Pikachu's going to suck, but we'll get back to that in just a second. Um, but, like, um, but the anime kind of, it was, it was really far-reaching in that it was, we finally got to see these Pokemon kind of, in in a cartoon setting because mostly we had um the the creatures had their own individual sounds when they showed up in the game oh oh i have the pikachu sound pulled up right now oh you do (laughs) okay so So, yeah when they yeah so um when they when they appeared on the screen they would make a noise no that's not the right sound um, that's, okay, I mean, that's Pikachu, but, uh, but like they had their own sound, but it was, because it was a Game Boy speaker, it wasn't, they weren't able to do voices. Um, that's also so, <laughs> so they had these sounds, it was mostly just like a kind oh, of sound you mean type of the thing. game. Yes, I'm sorry. I was talking about the game. When they showed up, they would, they would make the noises just be like, and stuff like that. But then when, when the anime came along, it kind of made it so that these Pokemon only ever said their names. So Pikachu only says Pikachu, Charmander only says Charmander, um, and Pikachu was obviously adorable because he says Pikachu, and it's a very cute sound. Um, so like the whole point of Detective Pikachu is that Pikachu can speak, at least with Justice when Justice Smith. You can want to call him Justice Winslow. Why do I want to do that? Justice Smith. Um, he can talk to he can talk to him, right? You know, regularly. That's mm. kind of the whole shtick. But they but Pokemon normally only ever say their names, um, and then the name of Ash Ketchum. Ash was one of the names was one of the pre generated names in Pokemon. Um, you because you name your character. I mean, mostly most people named them like Buttfart and stuff like that <laughs> when they. But like um, Ash was was that. <laughs> I'm very mature. <laughs> I'm at that. Um, but, but sorry, butt fart was one character too long. Ass fart was one that people like to put in because that was just the right amount, the amount of characters and stuff like that. Um, but Ash was one of the pre-generated names, and so Ash became the hero of the anime in uh, North America. It was translated, obviously, localized from from Japan. Um, and in that one, in the original games, like I said, you got you chose from three different Pokemon: Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle, um, uh, Grass, Fire, and Water types. Um, but then in the anime, he got a Pikachu because, of course, he did because Pikachu at that point had become the star, the mascot, the whole the whole thing. And uh, but you could you wouldn't get a Pikachu until you had played the game for a decent amount of time usually um once you were playing the game so they were they released pokemon yellow after the anime came out which gave you pikachu as you starting pokemon just like it did in the <laughs> anime um and then um he, but I, I mentioned i didn't like the anime it's because ash is a really bad pokemon trainer in the, anime. <laughs> the whole point of pokemon is to catch them all like you wanted to catch all 151 pokemon and, and you would, take care of them and take care of them <laughs> but you wanted to level them up and you wanted to have them be the best pokemon and all this kind of stuff ash conti- like continually 
didn't catch Pokemon or freed them once they had, like, he let his Butterfree go because his Butterfree fell in love. A lot of people, a lot of people are going to be mad at me for that one because it's the first time they cried at something as a child. Because it was like, he's releasing his Butterfree, uh. but it was stupid then and it's stupid now and you're stupid for crying at it. Wow. I'm just kidding. You're not stupid for crying at it, but let it go. Um... <laughs> I know, I'm the last person who should be criticizing anybody for crying at anything. Um, <laughs> no, I am, but that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like, he, uh, one episode, he traded for a more powerful Pokemon, and then immediately regretted it, so he went back and traded back for his Pokemon. Um, yeah, he just didn't, he didn't catch a lot of Pokemon, even though they were <laughs> constantly in his face. He routinely didn't know the rules in uh within pokemon you travel to gyms and you earn badges which is kind of how you move the plot along in the game and ash in the anime would go to a place get his ass kicked by the gym leader and then the, and then something would happen usually involving team rocket um, Yay, we have to talk we'll talk about team rocket because <laughs> james is one of my favorite char- fictional characters of all time yeah jesse is up there for me too um but uh, he would go into these gyms, and then like Team Rocket would do something, and then he would prove how much he loved his Pokemon, and they would give him the badges, and it was just bullcrap, because I actually had to beat the gym leaders <laughs> to get my damn badges in the game, but Ash was like, I love Pokemon, they're like, oh, here you go. <laughs> um, and so much resentment toward a cartoon character. Look, I had a I lot of high hopes for Pokemon. I also had a lot of resentment Pokemon. toward the cartoon character because, again, my brother was obsessed. I, I and had, Ash was the most obnoxious he's, person he's ever. He's super obnoxious. Watching it now, I'm just oh like, gosh. oh my gosh. He's super obnoxious. And, he's got a super obnoxious voice. Um, <laughs> and, it, I mean, I had so many high hopes for it, and it just... It was always like, oh, well, Pikachu's the star, so we got to make sure that Pikachu's always in it. And I understand that. Even as a kid, I got that. But it was like, could you at least just, like, make an effort to, like, do something else? And and in the anime, a lot of... There was actually one episode that was actually kind of cool because it was, like, it taught kids that, like, you don't need to... Like, you could just be yourself type of thing. You don't need to be what people expect you to be. His Bulbasaur is trying to... Is, like, being forced to evolve due to nature... Um, and, like, other pushy Bulbasaurs, they were telling him to evolve, but he didn't want to, and Ash was like, it's okay, you can do whatever you want, you can evolve or you're not, whatever, and he chose not to, he stayed himself instead of evolving, so it was kind of cool, but also, evolve your damn Pokemon, like, you're trying to catch (laughs) them all, come on, um, so, yeah, um, and then, uh, he gained some characters along the way. Whenever there was a new game, there was a spinoff game called Pokemon Snap that came out for the N64 um, that required you to take pictures of all the Pokemon. So you would be in a little mine cart and it would travel along and you would pass by all these Pokemon and it was your job to take pictures. They put that character in the anime as well as a photographer who followed them around for a couple episodes. Um, Very, very good brand synergy from the Pokemon people. Like... They take care of their brand. They know what they're doing yeah. when it comes to branding and everything. Speaking of, let's talk about Team Rocket. <laughs> yes. So Team Rocket is the primary antagonists in the Pokemon anime and the and the games. Um, 
actually, you're like 10 years old in the games. You get sent out on your own. Your mom's like, okay, well, I guess it's time for you to leave. Bye, 10-year-old. Oh. And you go off on your own, and then yeah. you wind up defeating the Mafia, which is what Team Rocket is. Like, oh. you destroy the Mafia as a 10-year-old <laughs> with your pets. And um, instead of the Mafia shooting people, they're like, let's pet fight. Oh, you beat my pets. Okay, I guess I'll stop being a gangster now. As opposed to just being like, who's this kid? Shoot him. And, you know, being done with it. Yeah. Anyhow, um, in the anime, there were there was a couple of Team Rocket members um, that had a talking... They had a talking Meowth, which was weird. Um, but, I mean, whatever. But there was Jesse and James... And James always talked like this. Okay. Yeah. You and I are going to recite. You and I are going to recite their, uh, oh, their, their motto. Oh, their motto. Okay. okay. You ready? Prepare for trouble. And make it double. To protect the world from devastation. To unite all peoples within our nation. To denounce the evils of truth and love. To extend our reach to the stars above. Jesse. James. Team Rocket blasts off at the speed of light. Surrender now. We're prepared to fight. But but James James is honestly one of my all time favorite. One of my favorite things that James does is he buys a Pokemon um, for all their money, thinking it's this great Pokemon. He gets suckered into buying one, and it's a crappy fish that doesn't know anything. It can't even swim, and then he kicks it, and it evolves into a dragon and messes up their crap. And it is amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, but as Jay- we discussed today, also when we were catching up on some of the uh, anime, he also no, okay, <laughs> we can. Cut I mean, that. go go ahead. He also really likes cross dressing. <laughs> oh, Jay- oh, I thought you were talking. Okay, yeah, James cross dresses all the time. That's yeah. that's an established fact. That's canon. He and what were you doing? What were you thinking? I thought you were going to talk about Misty, but oh. um... <laughs> okay. Well, now you brought up Misty. <laughs> oh, gosh. So Ash is, jo- Ash is joined by Brock and Misty, who were the first two gym leaders in the game, um, who then joined him on his quest to uh, be the very yeah, best, does. like no one ever was. <laughs> um, and uh, Brock fell in love with every single girl he ever saw on the show. Except Misty. Yeah, she was a tomboy. That's why he never fell in love with her. <laughs> that girl's not a tomboy. Misty? Misty? Misty was a tomboy. With the overalls? Yes. That was no. her whole thing. She was a tomboy. It even me. says it in the game. It says the tomboyish mermaid. That is her okay. name. <laughs> There's no such thing. Look, I'm sorry, but that's what it said. She also, was supposed to be a tomboy. Also, tomboys do not wear crop tops and short shorts with suspenders. Look. In Japan, they might. Yeah, it's like, but that was her whole thing. Like, when she meets Ash in the anime, he steals her bike and she chases him down the whole time. He's like, give me my bike back. And it's like, it beats him up and stuff like that. So, like, she was supposed to be a tomboy, yeah, like, and that's why Brock was never like, oh, Misty, because he fell in love with Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny and any other girl that ever showed up on the show. Is he... no tomboys ever attractive? Look, I didn't say, I said it was a bad show, okay? Um, anyway. Anyway. Some so those, people those are, are his... attracted to Japanese tomboys. Look, on look. Yeah, some people Look, I, in preparing for this, I went back and watched some of the anime, and I realized some feelings I had towards Misty when I was 11 that I couldn't put words to when I was 11. But now, 20 years later, I went, oh, that's what that was. So, what was it? I mean... <laughs> What was 
I mean, she was. She and Jasmine were important in my liking girls transition phase. I think Jasmine from Aladdin. Yes, yeah, Jasmine yeah. from oh. Aladdin. Um, yeah, the whole when she's when she's in like the red clothes after Jafar takes over, oh it was gosh. just like I was as a kid. I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't understand what this is, but I really enjoy this. Let's keep watching this. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's real weird. And you wonder why people made fun of me for the things that I like. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but I mean, just as far as everybody, <clears throat> Pikachu's been in the Macy's Day Parade for years. Um, everybody knows Pokemon. There's a live action movie coming out that's going to make a bajillion dollars because everybody knows about Pokemon. Um, can we? Can I bring up something with that? The it making. A kajillion dollars. Yeah. Um, so there's a thing um, on another podcast slash film cast where every summer they do the summer movie wager. Okay. And the whole point of the game is to try to guess the top ten <clears throat> movies during the summer that'll make the most money domestically. Oh, okay. Um, and someone had put Pokemon or Detective Pikachu third in the list, and they mm. were making fun of her to no end. She will be correct. Saying, that that's my question. Even yeah. in the it's, U.S. It's going to be... Because obviously, globally, and I just pulled up a stat that was, um, Pokemon is the largest media franchise in the world, yes. even beating, like, Star Wars and Mickey, because when yes. you consider globally, especially how big it especially is in Japan. Japan. Yeah. yeah. But it's going, it's going to be, like... She's probably right. It's going to be Endgame. It's going to be Spider-Man Homecoming. And then it's probably going to be Pokemon. And Lion King was the other one. Oh, you know. Aladdin. Aladdin. Toy Story 4. Disney has like, has cornered the summer market. Pokemon's going to be the one, like, when it goes like top ten movies of the year, it's going to be all Disney properties except for Pokemon. Yeah, probably. It's going to, yeah, Star Wars, when it comes out in December. uh, Lion King, Aladdin. Um... Endgame, Spider-Man, those are all going to be in the top ten, and then it's going to be Pokemon's going to be in there as well. Yeah, yeah. It's going to make a bajillion dollars. Like, maybe third... I forgot that Lion King and Aladdin were coming out when I was like, oh yeah, but it, could, it very well do... could come out... Like, it very well could come third. Like, yeah. uh, 100%. It, yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. I do think that Lion King will, will do better, and I think Spider-Man will do better. Spider-Man is the number one superhero... Of all, like it's the most Spider-Man's the most marketable superhero. Tom Holland there is. The best Spider-Man. The, when I was when I was in I Endgame, sorry, I don't hope this isn't a spoiler, but when he showed up in Endgame, my theater went nuts. Same. Yeah. Like Different. like l- louder cheers. I then <laughs> louder cheers for Spider-Man than for a certain part with Captain America. Then I think yeah. that you'll understand. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. Um, but Spider-Man's going to make a bajillion dollars. Pokemon is going to make a bunch. So, like... Well, and I think you're right that now it kind of hits that sweet spot of... It can... It looks like it's still appealing to kids somewhat. Like, it's PG. Um, even with Ryan Reynolds doing the voice. Even and just him giving, being Deadpool. Yeah. Um, but then you've got people our age who, you know, grew up with that. Or mm-hmm. siblings watched it and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so. I mean, what my, my son... Loves Pokemon. He came home from school one day going, I want to watch Pokemon. And I was like, holy crap. So we watched the anime. And then that's when I realized it was a terrible show. Because I was like, oh, I watched the anime when I was a kid. Click. This is bad. I hope he doesn't watch this more. As were so many things. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, they know the theme song. My kids know the theme oh, song. And they've never played a Pokemon game in their life, but they know it from the they show. They both have stuffed Pikachus. They both have stuffed Pikachus that they won in an arcade. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that I won them in Well, yeah, I mean... I, Good job, Courtney. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. Um, <laughs> but, like, but like, as far as kind of cultural penetration, I mean, Pokemon or Pikachus in the Nancy's Day Parade... Um, They've been in The Simpsons. They've been in South Park, like kind of being spoofed and all this kind of stuff. Um, they've shown up in politics. They've shown up in politics two very notable times. Uh, there was once Herman Cain quoted the song from Pokemon the movie in one of his Republican uh, primary <laughs> debates in 2012. Most people there did not realize what it was. <laughs> Wait, what? How does it go? Well, he. he I can't remember. Sing it. I can't like, remember yeah. what he quoted. You're not going to make um, him sing. Sing it! <laughs> I sang the, the "Want to Be the Very Best." It's true. He already. Did. Um, <laughs> but I can't remember. I can't remember because I don't remember. I don't. Like I said, I got made fun of, so I never actually watched Pokemon the movie because by that point I had been made fun of, so I didn't want to go see it. Um, oh, when you search Herman Cain, that's one of the first. Things. <laughs> <laughs> well, John Oliver recently brought it to light in one of his last week tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sketches. Ske- not sketches, segments. Segments, yeah. Um, he recently brought up the Herman Cain quote of Pokemon in one of his in a Republican primary. Um, yeah, extensively. Without, without attribution, I believe. Oh, no, he did attribute it to oh, he did? Pokemon. Well, he said a great poet, I believe, is what he poet, said. Yeah. But it was Pokemon the movie, yeah. uh, is what he was quoting. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Now I'm. He. Apparently he did it twice. <laughs> because there's, a, there's another one. <laughs> uh, the power of one. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. Um, I'm so, to find so yeah, he quoted that, and then famously in twenty, or I guess I should say infamously in twenty sixteen, after Pokemon Go had come out, and this is my life's calling to remind everybody that this happened, and we all let it happen. Hillary Clinton, uh, during one of her uh, campaign speeches. I uh, told people to Pokemon go to the go to the polls. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's my life's mission to remind everybody that happened, and we all let it happen. I mean, we did. We didn't really let. It. Everybody was just like, "What in the hell is this?" And like, <laughs> nobody let it go. But I still want to remind people that in a presidential campaign, someone who wanted to hold the nuclear codes said, "Pokemon go to the polls." <laughs> So, I just, I, I want people to remember that. But that but that is like, obviously, Pokemon Go was huge. But I mean, you, you guys both remember the news stories and everything that was all about Pokemon Go and everything. I mean, it was like the lead story for a lot of local newscasts talking about traffic's delayed because of Pokemon. Right. And stuff. So, it's like... But better than the bird box fad of people blindfolding themselves and driving. Very true. So. As far as far as fads go, it's um, <laughs> much it's much more annoying than the cinnamon challenge um, because those people were idiots. And at least it in the privacy of their own home. But much less annoying than the bird box challenge um, or even the mannequin challenge. I didn't really care for that one. One, do you remember yeah. that from yes. a couple years ago? Not yeah. that was dumb. Thanks, Internet, well, for ruining things. Well, we have to wrap it up pretty soon, but is there any, any other big cultural things that you want to talk about? I mean, there's a plane um, that has it. Um, it. 
Not really. I mean, it's, it's you, you guys have all heard Pokemon before. We said... Wait, there's a plane with Pokemon on it? Well, it's painted. Sorry, the outside looks like <laughs> okay. There's not, like, people walking around Pokemon. <laughs> like, but, that like, requires further explanation. Sorry. But uh, it's painted on the plane. It's not actually serviced by Pokemon. But you've also seen, like... <laughs> I, I did not assume that. But... <laughs> <laughs> you thought there was, like, a plane for Pokemon where Pokemon would buy tickets and go on it, or... No, I thought it, like, was... Covered in oh, okay. Pokemon, right. but <laughs> I love that you thought I thought that it was flown by Pokemon. <laughs> this is your Captain Pika Pika speaking. If you'll Pika to the left, you'll. Um. Um, well, before we wrap up, I want to do a quick quiz with you guys. Oh. I sent you a link. I miss our quizzes. Yes, so this is a BuzzFeed quiz. Which Pokemon are you? Okay. Wait, All can right. I first read it? I found too? the line from Oh, yes, the, please read Herman Cain's It's A poet once said, Life can be a challenge. Life can seem impossible, but it's never easy when there's so much on the line. <laughs> it's a Donna Summer song at that. Like, <laughs> the fact that they got, like, Donna Summer to sing a Pokemon theme. I well, everybody, so I mean, but that's the thing is, like, uh, there's going to be wonderful. there's going to be some cameos from famous people in Detective Pikachu because mm-hmm. Pokemon is such a massive yeah. property yeah. that people want to get attached to it. Yep. Cool. All right. So, this is a Ooh. quiz on BuzzFeed. Which Pokemon are you? First question is, where do you live? Have you got it up, Shannon? Yes. Okay, cool. So the options are Pallet Town, Viridian City, Pewter City, Cerulean City, Vermilion City, Lavender Town, Cinnabar Island, Fuchsia City, or Saffron City. Um, side note, I just learned how Fuchsia was spelled today because I thought it was... Or I learned it yesterday, and it threw, it threw me <laughs> for a loop because I always thought the S came first. But now I'm going to remember how it's spelled because it looks like a dirty word with an S at the end. But I always thought it was F-U-S-C-H. And then I was... You didn't go to Bath and Body Works enough No, I didn't. I did not. That is true. I had all the fuchsia. That is true. Alright. I chose Cinnabar Island. Why... Are the names indicative of what these cities are. <laughs> they're just How colors. Am I supposed they're to just, know they're just kind of, they're just colors and stuff like yeah. that. Okay. I'm going to go with Pewter City. I mean, I, I guess like I want um, Fuchsia maybe, Lavender. Um Fuchsia. since you've never played Pokemon, don't live in Lavender Town. There's a bunch of ghosts in it. Oh, I will not live there. Mm, but do I want to be friends with ghosts? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what so you Fuchsia. Like, Fuchsia. Okay. Yep. Alright, choose a gym badge. So there's the boulder badge, the cascade badge, the thunder badge, rainbow badge, soul badge, volcano badge, earth badge, marsh badge, relic badge. Um, side note, the soul badge looks like a tongue. Yeah, I want I thought it was soul a heart. Badge. It's kind of a heart, but it looks like a tongue. Soul badge. Picture. I'm going to go with a marsh badge. You're going to go with soul. You're going to go with marsh. I'm going to go with earth. Alright, choose your favorite game. Red version, blue version, yellow version. Gold version, black version, diamond version, ruby version, omega ruby, and Pokemon X. I mean, for me, it's blue, because that's the one that I own. That's the one that's still on my Game Boy right now, so I'm going to go with blue. I'm so unequipped. I'm, I'm going to go with the gold version, because that's what my sisters and my brother play the most. I'm going to pick yellow, because it has Big Pikachu Jew. on it. <laughs> All right, what's your best quality? Respectful, honest, passionate, humble, focused, confident, brave, likable, sexy. Ooh, sexy. Just kidding. <laughs> That's not true. Hmm. I 
what what would you say about me? About you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say that you are likable. Oh, well, I, I nice. feel like any of these are applicable for you, Shannon. I feel like I am pretty passionate too. You like, are definitely very passionate. Like, yeah. You're also very focused and respectful say? and honest. Mm-hmm. These are those are all the, those are all of them. What would you say for me? Sexy. You know, what would you What would you really say for me? I told you. No. <laughs> you know what? Actually, Shannon, what would you say for me? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like all of these could explain me too. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I just think we're all such like nerds about the things we love that passionate feels very applicable. Yeah. I'm going to put passionate for myself. Yeah, I'm going to put passionate. I'm putting that up too. All right. What's your greatest weakness? Distant, selfish, perfectionist, impatient, unassertive, controlling, stubborn, always late, pushy. Wow, so many of these could be me too. Same. Um, I'm going to say controlling for me. I'm going to go with stubborn. I'm going to go with perfectionist. Okay. Oh, no. Who's hottest, Andrew? No. Oh. Ash, Misty, Brock. Gary Oak, Nurse Joy, Professor Oak. Professor Oak. Jesse James, Officer Jenny. I'm going to say Gary Oak. Really? Why? Yeah. I mean, not n- Professor Oak. None of the he men old. are Professor that. Oak is daddy. Jeez. <laughs> Ew, I hate that term. Andrew so put Misty. Is his hair gray, though? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like a silver fox type. Yep, I'm picking him. <laughs> I just learned something new about you, Shannon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, that is a consistent thing. Tan, <laughs> <laughs> queer eye, Anderson Cooper. Right. It, it okay. goes on. Okay, I like it. I get that. The All silver right. fox thing. Pick an evolutionary stone. Firestone, waterstone, thunderstone, moonstone, leafstone, sunstone, shiny stone. Dusk stone or dawn stone. Wait, what are these stones? So these are the those are the ones that you. Uh, there are certain Pokemon that require stones to evolve, okay. and so those are the different type elemental <laughs> ones that you expose okay. them to to evolve them. So I went with Thunderstone. Uh, that's what you need to uh, evolve Pikachu. But also there was a Pokemon named Eevee, um, who's another popular one. Uh, oh, Eevee can evolve into so one of many different elemental um, uh, evolutions. My favorite was Jolteon, which is the Thunder one, so I'm going to go with the Thunderstone. I'm going to go with the Dust Stone, because it looks like uh, Amethyst. Ooh, it is pretty. I'm going to go with Thunderstone based on Andrew's reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to mm. attack? Water Sport? Astonish. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Water <Yeah>. Sport? <laughs> Mega Kick? Psybeam? Rock Tomb? Tackle? Mm. Seismic Toss, Amnesia, Ooh. and Sludge Bomb. So many good choices. I'm going to go with Psybeam. I want Astonish. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to go with Psybeam as well. Okay. What have you guys got? I got Alakazam. He's the one with two spoons. Oh. Super powerful psychic Pokemon. What'd you get, Shannon? I got Eevee. Nice. Aww. I got Bulbasaur. <laughs> Bulbasaur is so cute. The one that nobody oh, ever picked. I Nobody. So, I would have picked him. Oh, I did. Out I loved Bulbasaur. Three, he's so he's the cutest. I loved Bulbasaur. Oh my gosh! Nobody ever picked okay. him. Okay, I like this description. <laughs> Read the description for your Pokemon. Uh, but you already knew you'd get this result, didn't you, Atlakazam? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
What was your very, mine? You never let your size or extreme cuteness get in the way of your natural strength. The minute your Pokeball is called into the arena, you transform into a furious furball of total Pokey epicness. Epic! <laughs> Love it. Mine says, you're the Venus flytrap of the Pokemon world. Such a tiny, delicate thing with such murderous tendencies. That part's cute and dangerous. Which, which isn't true because there's actually a Venus flytrap Pokemon. <laughs> anyway. This is so fun. we're both cute and dangerous. Oh, yeah, Courtney. <laughs> but that's Pokemon in a nutshell is cute and dangerous. Like, yeah. they're yeah. super cute, but then also, like, they'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to cast, or I'm going to cast, it's not D&D. Huh. Uh, I'm going to use uh, Thunder Shock, and it's going to electrocute someone and paralyze them so they can't move. And it's like, oh, well, if I really think about that, I'm paralyzing somebody's pet. Temporarily. <laughs> anyway, so this has been fun, guys. So that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, join us next week when we're going to be talking about, is it Lord of the Rings next week? Oh, it might be. Oh, I might have to do my binge. Yeah. <laughs> so follow along on Twitter. Andrew is going to be uh, live tweeting some things for us coming up. So we'll, we will let you know on social media. What's Are you up. doing extended editions? So, I hate the Hobbit films, and I want to watch as little of them as I possible. I feel like those don't count. I don't think well, that's, we have but to that's, talk about But them. that's the whole point, like, because I'm going to do a Lord of the Rings binge, but the whole point is to watch all of them. And I can't decide if I'm going to do it in one sitting. I'm going to have to do some math to see if I can actually swing Including that. Hobbit? Yes. You can't do that. One sitting. Yeah. I want to try. Because um, they're three hours each, so it's like 18 hours. Um, I want to try, but we'll see if it actually Pans works. Out. We'll, we'll, <laughs> it depends on... It'll, it, it would definitely have to be like a Saturday or even a Sunday or something like that. To, yes. <laughs> to, to get that kind of... I wouldn't be able to do it on a weekday, but I would I would watch them and live tweet my experience. So not just the movies, but also um, updates on how my body is doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, join us next time. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.